Hey, it's Bobby Richards, producer of the Business Made Simple podcast. Every episode of the show, we focus on coaching you through what's keeping you up at night when it comes to running and growing your small business. The overwhelm is real, especially when you feel trapped in the day-to-day operation or stressed, discouraged, and constantly second-guessing the plan you've implemented for growth. Well, in Donald Miller's new book, How to Grow Your Small Business, you'll get a proven six-step plan for growth so you can stop drowning in the details and finally start spending more time doing the things you truly love, both in your business and in your life. So if you are ready to experience freedom, flexibility, and growth for your small business, How to Grow Your Small Business is the book you've been waiting for. And if you pre-order How to Grow Your Small Business at growyoursmallbusiness.com right now, you'll get a free audio summary of the book delivered right into your inbox. Stop losing sleep worrying about whether or not you're growing your small business the right way and start using a proven plan that works. Just pre-order How to Grow Your Small Business at growyoursmallbusiness.com. Finding Founders Podcast, hosted by Sam Donner, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Designed to inspire, Finding Founders is a podcast about vulnerability and entrepreneurship, where you learn from the life stories of founders of amazing businesses. Here's some episodes to check out right now. Modernizing Meditation, Sam chats with Sue Schwartz, founder of Unplug Meditation. Sue's gives insights around a mission to make meditation simple, powerful, and accessible to all. How about this? Drop your career and start beekeeping. My wife would love that. Founders of TNA Farms, Adam and Therese, walk through their journey from beekeeping hobbyists to professional beekeepers who sell their honey all over over the country. Sounds good to me. If you want the real stories around how amazing businesses rose to success, listen to Finding Founders wherever you get your podcasts. If your business isn't making as much money as it used to, if you've seen a decline over the last couple of years, you're probably thinking, gosh, we've got to ramp up our marketing. We've got to ramp up our sales engine. We've got to cut overhead. Today, I want to talk about one thing that you can do that you probably haven't thought of. And I actually think there's more money in doing what I'm going to teach you to do than there is in perhaps marketing sales or even cutting overhead. I want to talk about optimizing your products. I want to talk about the products that you already have and how to sell more of them. And then we're going to talk about whether or not you need to create some new products. We're going to give you some insight on the wings of the airplane. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the only place that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. So if you've got a small business and you want to make more money, keep listening. Well, as I talked about in the introduction, if your business is shrinking, that is the revenue is decreasing, we often look toward marketing and sales first, then we try to cut overhead. What we don't often do is take a look at the products we are selling and ask if they can be optimized. What I mean when I say optimize our products is to actually take a look at what we're selling and make sure that everything that we are selling is making money, that is making a profit. So often I talk to small business owners and they're selling a bunch of products and let's say they sell something uh, that costs $5,000 
They don't realize it costs $4,990 to make that $5,000 product, and they are making $10. But because they see $5,000 checks coming in, they chase that money, and it can be very confusing, right? And it's almost like flying an airplane when you're in the cockpit of an airplane, sometimes especially if it's moving very quickly, it is hard to tell whether the airplane is tilting left or right. And if you're moving fast enough on one of these fighter jets, you may not even know that you are upside down. So you have to actually look at your instrument panel to see where you're at in the air. I want to introduce you to a tool that's going to tell you where you're really making money, and it's called the Product Profitability Audit Worksheet. You can actually get this for free with my new book, How to Grow Your Small Business. If you've not pre-ordered that book yet, pre-order that book. Go to growyoursmallbusiness.com slash podcast, turn in your receipt, and I'm going to send you what's called a flight plan. And the flight plan has a product profitability audit worksheet inside of it. Not only are you going to get the flight plan, you're going to get an audio summary of the book itself. So I'm going to tell you everything that's in the book just in short form. It's about an 80 to 90 minute audio summary. And the product profitability audit worksheet is in there. So pre-order how to grow your small business. Go to growyoursmallbusiness.com slash podcast. Give us your receipt and you're going to get the product profitability audit worksheet that I'm talking about. But here's what the worksheet actually does. Once you're looking at the product profitability audit worksheet, you're going to see it just, it, it pretty much just looks like a spreadsheet. But let me take you through the sections of it. There's product name. So that's where you're going to, of course, put the name of the product. Then there's a section that says cost to produce, right? So it, it's basically what are your hard costs on creating this product? Then cost to sell and market, and you're going to include your advertising spend, your marketing salaries, your sales salaries, all that kind of stuff. Cost to distribute, so you're going to take a rough cost of what it costs to warehouse that and keep it on hand. Cost of additional support, maybe there's some customer service going on in there, maybe it's something I haven't thought of. You're going to put that in there. These are rough numbers. You're not looking for an accountant to give you actual numbers. These are rough numbers on what you think it costs you to actually produce, sell and market, distribute, and support that particular item. From there, you're going to have total profit per unit, and that's the number that we're looking for. If you take your top 10 products, most of us make most of our money off of our top sellers. The Pareto principle is almost always in play. You make 80% of your revenue on 20% of your products. However, a lot of small business owners, they don't know what those products are. They don't know where the profit is actually coming from. So that's what this product profitability audit worksheet is going to tease out. What you want to do after you ask these questions and you figure out what your total profit per unit is, is list them in order of highest to lowest profit. Now, if you have thousands of products, I want you to take a rough guess at what your top 25 are and give me your top 25. I guarantee your top 25 products that you sell is probably where most of your revenue is coming from. All right, the first thing that the product profitability audit worksheet is going to do for you is it's going to tell you where you're really making money. It's like looking at that instrument panel so that you can know whether or not you're upside down. This is what happens in small business, and it's happened in mine plenty of times. We have a $10 product. We have a $275 product. We're about to release a $2,500 product. We've got a $10,000 product, a $20,000 product, and a $50,000 product. We've got all these products. And what will happen is, you know, we go from selling 20 $275 units to 16 $275 units, and we pour all of our marketing and sales effort and lots of bandwidth and pull the whole team together to say, hey, we saw a slight decrease in the percentage of sales on this $275 product. Let's put some energy in and take it from 16 to 25. Let's see an increase. And we spend a month doing that. We film a bunch of videos. We hire some help to, with Facebook ads, all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, we've got a $10,000 product that is pure profit that is doing just fine. 
And if we would have taken that energy that we put into saving those four sales and maybe increasing them by five, so nine sales a day, if we would have taken those the energy that, that it took to increase by nine sales a day of a $275 product and put it into the $10,000 product, we might have sold one more a day of the $10,000 product. I think you know what I'm getting to. You see those numbers decline and you automatically assume you need to stop that from happening and hemorrhage the bleeding when the truth is if you had actually just let that thing go and go over to where you were really making your money, you would be doing a lot better. So once we have the list of where the profit is really coming from, we want to ask ourselves some questions. And one of the questions that we want to ask ourselves is, can we put more marketing and sales bandwidth behind our high profit items? That is what is really keeping you alive. And again, most, and I, and I mean that, most, more than 50% of small business owners, they see that list and they are shocked. They had lost track of what was really making them money and what was really paying the bills and what they were really in business to do. We did this and we started slashing products off the bottom of the list. And that's the next thing you want to do. After you start allotting more bandwidth to the marketing and sales of products that are highly profitable, you actually want to start cutting items that aren't. Now, there are some items at the bottom of your list that might be, you know, loss leaders or break-even leaders, and I totally understand wanting to keep those because they lead to upsells of higher profit items. Sure, you want to do that. But what you really want to do is ask yourself, can we cut some of these products? And here's why you want to cut them. You want to cut them because marketing and sales bandwidth is going to some of those items and you're not making any money off of them. That means energy, your team's energy, money that you're spending on ads. All that kind of stuff that could be allotted to high profit items is being spent on low profit items. So once you create the product profitability audit worksheet, and again, grab my book, How to Grow Your Small Business, and I'll teach you how to do it. Once you do that, you have a crystal clear picture of where your company is making money, what you need to cut, and what you need to emphasize. When was the last time you heard someone say, it's almost too easy? when talking about a piece of tech. Probably never, right? Because tech usually isn't easy. Tech is usually too complicated, too busy, and too frustrating when it should just be plain easy. HubSpot's CRM platform is ridiculously easy to learn, use, and love. That's because it's a handcrafted, sophisticated system designed for the way teams actually work, not a bunch of cobbled together tools that don't speak to each other. With a suite of powerful tools that seamlessly connects your teams and customizable hubs that you can add or subtract as you grow, it's not almost too easy to use. It is easy to use, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. All right, the next thing that you want to do is you want to take a look at those top profit items and you want to ask, is there anything else we can create or represent in the market that would be similar, that would reach a similar need? Because that's what people are coming to you for. I know you want to be in business to do X, but the truth is the market sees you as, uh, as somebody who provides Y. And what we want to do is double down, triple down on Y. Why is where we're really making money. And so we want to see if there are some other items that we can create. Here is a general rule to think about, and it doesn't apply to everybody listening to my voice, but it applies to a lot of you. 10% of your audience would gladly pay you 10x for 10x the value. 
10% of the people buying the $5 product, let's say you have a thousand people buying a $5 product every day, a hundred of those people would gladly pay you 50. Do you hear me? You just have to provide the value for the 50. So let's say, gosh, let's say that you, uh, you, you sell uh, a cup of coffee for five bucks, you sell a thousand units a day. There are corporations near you that would gladly have pay you $50 a day if you could come in and install a coffee machine and service it every morning and make sure that everybody, the, the 350 employees in that building had really great coffee. You see what I'm saying? You got to invent the product. Don't, don't you, you can't just charge 50 bucks for, you know, a, an amazing cup of coffee. <laughs> it's, it's got their value has to be there. But when you're creating new products, that's what you want to think of. Now let's take this to the next level. 10 of the hundred people will pay you $500 a day. $500 a day, you know, I'm not sure exactly what that is. It might be uh, a license to sell your coffee, uh, you know, through some online coffee distributor. I don't know what it is, but you, you've got you've to ask yourself, okay, if a thousand people will pay me five, a hundred people will pay me 50 and 10 people will pay me 500. And, uh, you know, you just got to ask, what would somebody pay me $500 to do? There might be, you know, 10 out of that 100 who will pay you 500 bucks for a class on how to roast beans the way that you roast beans. And uh, now you got, you got that revenue stream. Now, if we take it even further, one out of the 10 is going to pay you $5,000. One out of the 10 is going to pay you five, for what? Well, they're going to buy your roaster. And you buy your roaster for 2,500 bucks and you sell it for 5,000. You've got a $2,500 profit. Start thinking that way. You know, take a look at those top tier, high profit items and ask, is there anything that we could charge 10x for? And then is there anything that we could charge 10x of that? And is there anything that we could charge 10x of that? There might be, there might be. And that is a great place to start. Think about how much larger the wings of your airplane are getting. Of course, when those wing, when the wings of that airplane are large, it takes less thrust to get you off the ground. So you have higher profit margins, higher cash flow higher revenue. That's an amazing, you know, sit down with your leadership team and think about that and see if you can come up with some more ways to make money. Okay. There's another worksheet in the small business flight plan that of course comes with how to grow your small business. And it's called the product brief worksheet. If you didn't hear me first time, go to Amazon, order how to grow your small business, go to growyoursmallbusiness.com slash podcast and enter your receipt number. I'll send you an audio summary of the book, and then you get the small business flight plan. And inside the flight plan, there's a product brief worksheet. Now, this is pretty great. This worksheet is a gauntlet that you take a product through before you make it. Before you create a product or bring to market an idea, you actually want to answer some very serious questions. The product brief worksheet is three pages long. It's three pages of questions that you want to ask that will save you from releasing a product that nobody wants, or it will save you from releasing a product that uh, doesn't actually have a high profit margin, or it will save the way that you release the product and the way that you talk about it so that you can make sure people actually understand it and buy the product. So questions such as, what is the name of this product? Does the name describe the product well and tease the value? Will the name be confusing or create a problem in the marketplace? Then it guides you through describing that product. What problem does this product solve for our customer? Now, if you know what problem it solves for the customer, you know this thing is going to sell. But if you can't figure out what problem this causes for the customer, 
one, your customer probably doesn't want it because people only spend money to solve problems. And two, you're not going to know how to talk about it in such a way to sell it. Another question, how does the product resolve the customer's problem? You want to be able to describe the benefits the customer will experience if they use the product, describe the features of this product and how it's going to help customers. Now, when you think about releasing new products, especially you solopreneurs out there, do you think this way? If you fill out a product brief worksheet, I will teach you to think this way so you will be making a lot more money when you release your product. There's also a messaging section. Who are we selling it to? Do we have access to the target market for this product? How are we going to reach out to these people? You know, this actually helped me recently. I was going to invest in a company, and it's a company whose product I love. It's a fantastic product. And I thought, gosh, you know, a couple of reasons I want to invest in this. One is I'm convinced this is going to do really well. And two, as a writer, this product was specifically for authors. As an, a writer and an author, uh, I can go out and sell this product because I've used it and it's helped me in my writing. When I filled out a product brief worksheet, it helped me know I should not invest in this company. And here's how. What I realized is I've got half a million email addresses for small business owners, not for writers. And I, I just mistakenly assumed I could email half a million people, tell them about this great product, and they would buy it, and I'd own 25% of the company. And I, then I realized, wait a second, I don't have reach into the target market. Even though I am the target market, I don't have reach into the target market. And so I backed off on my decision to invest in that product, even though it's a fantastic product, and I'll probably sell, tell you about it someday. Uh, but I didn't do it. Another thing you want to figure out, what's your one-liner? How are you going to talk about this product in one sentence so that everybody wants to buy it? Then you want to look at your high-level market research. Is there a proven demand for this product in the marketplace? Have we sent our customers a survey ensuring our customers would want this product? If we offer this product, who will we be competing with? And so on and so on. You want to get into the financials. What's the price? Will it be profitable? How much will it cost us to build it, to sell it, to maintain it, to inventory it? Who will be responsible for revenue related to this product? Whose job is on the line if it doesn't work? You want to go through sales projections, 30, 60, 90-day sales goals. What do you anticipate in the first year selling this product? Uh, what are the goals for the first year? And so on and so on. It keeps going for another couple pages. Questions that you want to ask yourself before you actually take a product to market. All right. So again, two tools that you can use to optimize your product. We call this the product optimization playbook, Business Made Simple's product optimization playbook. It's part of the How to Grow Your Small Business book. If you've been looking for money in your company, you're not sure where to find it. You probably thought to yourself, if I sell more of X, I can make more money. That is true. However, there may be a lot more money to be made if you actually create something new and sell it. Or if you take a look at your most profitable products and figure out how to take energy, sales and marketing energy, out of selling products that are not profitable and put them into products that are profitable. Those are the two easiest ways that your business can make a lot more money. Okay, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action is optimize your product using the two worksheets. What you need to do step-by-step step is buy How to Grow Your Small Business. Go to growyoursmallbusiness.com slash podcast. Get the audio summary and the flight plan. And these two worksheets, along with about 12 other worksheets in other areas of your business, are included in that flight plan. Sit around with your leadership team and fill out both worksheets and watch what happens. We believe we will have a 25% increase in revenue next year and also increase our profit. And I truly believe most everybody listening to my voice can do the same thing. So grab those two worksheets from your flight plan.
Listen, we've got to optimize our business for revenue and profit going into next year. You know, you've been reading like I have that we're probably heading toward a recession. By the way, the people that I trust the most, you know, the folks at Bloomberg, you know, people who are not theatrical are actually predicting a mild recession for about 18 months. They are not predicting doomsday stuff. However, if you optimize your business for revenue and profit, which a lot of that centers around the wings of your airplane, you optimize it for revenue and profit, you could actually make more money during a recession because of the improvements that you make and how lean your business is. This is an opportunity for all of us. Let's take it. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.